let's turn that personality to 100. Turn it to 100! Okay, I want it back down to 80. Why? You don't like me at my best? No. You don't like me at my fullest? No. My most content? You don't want me I rocking want you at out all way? You don't want me to, to do 80. things my own way? You don't You're want me on to all run? Cylinders. You don't want me to go? You want to hold me back? Why? Well, I said, bro, bro, no. I can't come after you, my dog, but I'll do this podcast all fucking day long. I hate when you rap to me. Do I do it a lot? You've done it on many episodes. <laughs> yeah, you have. Well, if you have a talent... Bro, and I just to sit there. Go. I can't. I can't like ignore it. I'll, I have to pay attention because I'm a kind friend. Well, and you can't join in because you know you don't have the skills. I don't got the rap game. You don't. Well, I'm beginning to think that I'm like a rap god. Rap god. Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck what? Off. You don't like it? You're like. You remember when people put the? Hey, uh, I can't the hear egg, the, the haters. Little, the frying egg to like Eminem's rap. Yeah, man. You're the frying egg to me. Useless. Aww. Oh Jesus! I don't. I don't that's mean that. That's really. That just came out of my face. I didn't mean to say that. That's really rude, dude. <laughs> Do you want to hear the most badass thing that's happened to me? The most rap god type thing that's happened to me recently? Did you rap somewhere? No, no. Sorry, I just mean oh, like okay. rap lifestyle. You oh, know, like like badass. You're a G. Yeah, like I'm a G. You know, like you, so the other know? so the other week I was at like a party right with my girl. Okay, I was at a party. Uh huh. Uh huh. And everybody had to bring house plants to this party because right. you know, like we fucking kill it out here in this in this hood, Damn my dude. Right. Um. And basically, what happens is like you know, you know, we're we're rinkadinking in a bathroom. You know, we're rinkadinking. Oh, you mean slammy slammy? You, know, you mean hey, Sammy, the Sammy? I've been slamming, slamming. Oh, well, 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 Mister Rap God. And I'm not. I don't want to speak out of school here. Uh-huh. It's but, you know, I'm beginning to feel just like a rap god. Rap god. All my people <laughs> from the front to the back. What god. happened? You were bumping uglies in the bathroom. We were bumping uglies and somebody walked in on us. Like full-blown or second base? Um, My my pee-pee was out. Okay. Okay. And <laughs> Is that all? That's 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 as far we're going into Dan's well, sex corner as you, as you feel Are you opening the sex corner? I think we have to. You're talking about you having sex. This is exactly Dan's sex corner. Okay, we'll open up the sex corner. music. So what do you want to know? I want to know. So there was new. You're banging in a bathroom. Well, we're not banging How many people totally are at this yet. party? I want context. A lot of people. We went to the upstairs bathroom where other people I didn't think would be allowed. Okay. But people went up there So anyways. it felt like a secluded corner of the party. It was okay. And anyway, you know, you know, daddy gets horny and. <laughs> Fuck. Jesus Christ. I'm so sorry. Daddy gets, daddy gets horny. I thought the sex corner was a safe space. <laughs> I'm surrounded by plants. Greenery gets me going. What I wanted to say is it's kind of, I've never had this happen before because I've never had sex before. Right. You're a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> and what a way to go out. Um. <laughs> No, it was just very. I didn't like it, and I it was hard. I didn't well, like it at all. Well, as soon as you came all. back, you, you, we were recording the podcast that weekend. That's a f- full full disclosure. Yeah, yeah. And Dan came back to my my home mm-hmm. uh, at like three in the morning. I was still up watching Japanese reality shows. Yeah, of course, as you do, as I do. And then you said it felt like you were in, in an episode of Broad City. <laughs> Did I say that? I was. Yeah, you said. I that. was under the influence. <laughs> I said it's. I felt like an well, it was of a broad party. city. That's what you said because because oh it was a. I was already slightly making fun of this party because you were like, we we gotta buy plants to get in. Because mm. there was a girl that was wearing a sash that was full of clay nipples. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 I was like, this is straight out of Broad City. This. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies, well, I also saw from, like, photos from that party that yeah, people were wearing yeah. headbands with like plants kale and, and plants it on very, it. It was very, um, so it looked very bougie and highfalutin. Yeah, and you know what? I don't know what those. Terms I guess mean. The, I guess in bougie and highfalutin parties, you're not supposed to bang in the bathroom. Bang in the upstairs bathroom. What? What's that song? Um, I was banging in the bathroom. Oh, yeah, you know? I, know, I know exactly. It wasn't exactly. me. Yeah. Oh, by Shaggy. Shaggy. It wasn't me. It wasn't You're me. banging on the sofa. So that's it what I said. Me. You know, caught me banging in the bathroom, and then I said it wasn't me. <laughs> but they they know so somebody, because somebody wanted in the bathroom, right? They opened up the door because there's no lock, and I felt really and it was very. And I was like, oh no, Jesus Christ! And then they left quickly, so I don't know what they saw. I don't know who it was. I don't know what they saw. Were you banging openly, or were you doing no? In, like we were getting ready shower? to bang. No, it was. Okay, I don't want to get into it. Foreplay. This was sex corner, but I don't want to get into it. Okay. What? I, what? I don't want to get into it. Brennan. I want to get into You're it. You're telling me you don't want to plaster your sex life all over the internet? I don't. I don't like uh. it. 
And as we all know, even though I kind of in- instigated it, this sex you're corner, already walking away from it. This sex corner makes me incredibly Dan, uncomfortable. Dan, come back! Come back, Dan! I'm gone. Um, <laughs> and no, no, now okay, I'm so alone like, in dance. So they sex opened up the. Oh, jeez! <laughs> I'm alone in Dan's sex corner. Um, but they close the door, and then basically what happens is we're like, okay, well, let's just go against the door so nobody can come right. in. Oh, that that okay. That's sensible. Smart. Utilitarian. Smart. <laughs> Smart. I was in. I was in advanced classes in high school. I was an IB high school student. <laughs> International baccalaureate. I wrote a long-winded essay. I got a seven. And now I'm banging in a bathroom at a plant party. So basically, that didn't work because they kept knocking on the door. Because like, <laughs> they guess pushed they, you over. Yeah, your frail body. Well, you know, body. I'm frail. That's why I started working out. <laughs> You know what somebody said to me recently? What? We're, this is within the sure, yeah, 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 yeah. They said um, that they started working out so that they'd be able to pick up any woman during mm. sex. And oh. that, to me, seemed like a very good motivation. Pick up any woman? Any woman. I, I think he has a range of weight that he fucks in. Okay, sure. Yeah. What's your weight? <laughs> your fuck weight range? Hey, dude, what's your fuck weight range? I hear you're trying to pick up any woman. What's your fuck weight age? Like, I could, I could only pick up a woman, I think... Roughly between a hundred and anywhere below a hundred and seventy-five. Hundred and seventy-five. I could get a good five thrusting on a woman that's a hundred and eighty pounds. You mean picking them up? Picking them up by the hips. And like then I don't thrusting. think I don't think I could lift forty pounds. Fuck off. You're frail. You're not that frail. Sixty pounds. <laughs> Damn, no way. I look like a Make-A-Wish kid. I bet you could bang. You could lift up a woman that was at least one hundred and ten. Um, uh, uh, we're talking. Okay, I, I, I'm not saying to completion. Be, I'm not saying to completion. If we're gonna be honest here, I probably could pick up somebody who's 110 pounds. Yeah, but that so that's your fuck. So I'm range. being honest. That's my. I guess that's my. Your fuck. It's not really a range. It's more like a fuck. Wi- fuck weight number. Yeah, and I'm now we're open to all sizes and shapes here on the Jamati podcast. Of course, but we're just saying picking up and thrusting. I get it. Anyways, we really diverged. What I'm this trying week to say we is that conf- confidence. It made me uncomfortable because then we had to walk out the because d- they were getting mad, so we didn't even do it. Okay. Oh, and people so, were banging on the door. And yeah, shit. they were you know banging on the bathroom door. And it you wasn't were banging me. on the other side of the door, and I was banging on the other side of the door. <laughs> it wasn't me. <laughs> it wasn't me. Um. Anyway, so then we have to walk out, mm-hmm. and it made me very uncomfortable because they knew what you were doing because they saw me. Oh. And I was like, I hope body. it's not my friends. I hope it's some rando. And then, and then, and then, for the rest of the night, I knew that somebody else in this party—you were had, trying to sniff them out. No, no, no. But I just knew that someone else in this party around me, m- mingling. You know, who knows if I would run into them and talk to them again? Because I didn't see them. There's right. just a force out there. Did you had, wait? Did you see who it was? Though? No. Oh, so you there just was heard just like an unknown. Came in well, the door opened. I turned, and then it closed. You know. So, oh. they, so they were like, "Oh!" And then they closed the door. Right. What I'm saying is that for the rest of the night, I knew there was a, there was a dark, mysterious force out in the party that had seen my naked body. And right. and I knew that they knew. You're fully naked. Well, of course, I took off my socks. <laughs> no, no, I wasn't. But like, I was naked <laughs> I took where it off counts. My socks. I was naked where it counts. Okay. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. gotcha. My butt. <laughs> and I, I hate the day that somebody just knowing that somebody in that party saw my butt makes me so mad. Uh, wait. Oh, I thought you a big piece of toast. That's a what that big piece of toast. Oh, my butt. So the thing is with the soundboard, uh, I'm trying to create a mobile soundboard for me. We're upgrading. Um, we're upgrading. And so I have no previous clips except for the clips from last week and this week. Like I have re- very, very recent clips. I don't have our, our plethora of old we, clips. What well, dancing. We'll rebuild the library. We're Come next, next episode. Next episode will be back. We're in flux. Anyway, so that was Dance Sex Corner. I have nothing more to add. It made me very uncomfortable and I didn't feel like an OG rapper right. you know when i rap i feel good i feel cool i feel like i'm on top of the world i feel like no homie can hit at this right. and when in that bathroom it felt cool and then i was like oh i'm bad you know i'm i'm a little bad right and then as soon as they walked in i was like i was shy they took they took away everything i had my dignity my prowess right and and i had to leave that leave that bathroom knowing that somebody had seen my butt and that was really sad Here's something that I've been thinking about recently. Hit me. Not your butt. Oh, okay. I never think about that. Okay. But um, here's something interesting. I cannot control my ass. I cannot. <laughs> I cannot control who sees my ass. 
Never mind. It was a dumb thought. I don't no, know. what is it? I, I want to hear it. Okay, here's the thought. It's dumb. Hey, you, 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 uh, but imagine up. this. Yeah. Get a vasectomy. It sounds dumb. Right? No, no, okay, yeah. Get a vasectomy. Okay. Because they can reverse it. Right? Mm-hmm. So get a vasectomy until I want to have children. Oh, and then, and then reverse it. Snip, snap, What snip, do you snap. think? I think that's the, the ba- classic snip, snap. You know, that's, that's from The Office, right? When Michael, you know. Is that a thing? No. So Michael. At the I don't end, I don't like The Office. Oh, okay. So there's an episode called The Dinner Party. It's a very famous episode. Okay. And he talks about getting a vasectomy and then getting reverse and getting a vasectomy Oh, yeah. Again. I do remember this. Snip, snap, snip, snap. Yeah. <laughs> snip, snap, snip, snap. So I just want to do the snip, snap. Sure. Um, I don't think that's a good idea. I think it'd be very, very painful. You think it'd be. Oh, right. Forgot about the pain. And that's like that's like days of having to like ice. Well, because I could still get an STI. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, that's that's true as well. Right. But there's days of like ice on balls, and I think that would be like. But just like a week, you do with a week of discomfort, and then you could you, you're p- pumping blanks. I guess like maybe you know? it's, maybe it's worth it. I think in your young age, with how many partners you're having, um, you know, I'm not having. I'm not a uh, slut. You know, because you and your numerous forgettable partners. <laughs> Um, I have slept with three women in the in last life? six oh. months. <laughs> in, the, in the last six months, is that a lot? I've I've slept with one woman. Yeah, but you, you're in a monogamous, committed relationship. You're right. Um, I get what am I saying? <laughs> oh, we what I'm about saying, my vasectomy, what my I'm impending is, vasectomy. I don't think it makes sense for you because you're still gonna have to use protection. And right. so, like, what's the like? What's the point if you're already having to like? Well, what kinda, if I get tested? Sense. What if I get tested and you can't get an STI? No, no, no. What if I you like, have an impervious peen? Well, let's say I'm I'm banging somebody. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Right. Regularly, mean a, a a revisited partner. Well, that's what I. Then I think it might make more sense. Right. But I think like I don't think I w- if I did choose to do that and hear me out. I'm a little bitch. I'm not say it's just a thought. I'm not getting a vasectomy. Would you but do it live on the a, podcast? I'll do it live on the podcast. Okay. I'll get you to Next get me week a vasectomy. <laughs> Give me those tiny scissors and let me snip. We're going crazy. We're really t- twisting this and thing And I up. don't know how to tie knots. No, uh, <laughs> I'm not a boy scout. Um, okay, what I'm saying is... We watched Confidence this week and what theme I, music. What I'm saying is... Oh. God damn it, wait. What I'm saying is maybe it would make sense for me to get a vasectomy once I got like into... Like I'm engaged or something. Because okay. because then I'd be like, well, do you not want kids? Is that what you're saying? No, no, no. But I could get it reversed, like what you're saying. Right, right. But this like, snap. but if I'm with or like maybe I, or I know I'm going to like so, like once I'm with a partner who I think I'll spend a long time with. Yeah. Then I would do it. Okay. See, it was just a thought, and, and I even think then I think it's slightly interesting, right? And even then, I don't know if I would do it because I am a big wuss. Well, there's also a danger that the reversal just didn't work. Is that a danger? Yeah, I mean, your tubes aren't perfect. No human is perfect. No human is perfect. What if your tube fuses? Speaking about imperfect humans. How do vasectomies work? They don't clip it, right? They just kind of twist it. Do they it. solder it? What the fuck? <laughs> what? Well, you can get it reversed. I don't think they solder it. They don't solder the tubes? I don't know what they do. Okay, anyway. Speak- I know when women get the tubes tied. Yeah. Oh, maybe, maybe that's it's the same deal. Of. Maybe they just kind of cinch that shit off. They pinch it? They pinch it. The seminal vesicles. Yeah. Okay, well, speaking of seminal vesicles, we this was a vehicle for fun. Whoa. This was a seminal that was vehicle deep. for fun. That joke, that had a B-side to that joke. Thank, I like that. Thank you. That was what we call a thinker in the biz. That's right. I'm not just all good looks. Seminal fluid, vehicle for sperm, vehicle for comedy. Exactly. Okay, anyway, we watched... <laughs> fuck. We watched Confidence this week. Let's talk about this. The music, go. Welcome back to Jamadi Jamadi Jamadi, your one-stop, fully academic encyclopedic source for all things Paul Giamatti. I'm your host, Sam. It's as soon as I realize that I'm doing good, I mess it up. I know, Dan. Because immediately right before I said that, I did. You you killed encyclopedic. Because right before I said encyclopedic, I was like, oh, you good dude. You good, (laughs) good, good dude. And then I messed it up. Anyway, we're uh, I'm I'm Dan. And I'm Sam. And we're your hosts. Basically, what this podcast is, we start at the beginning of everything Paul Giamatti has ever appeared in. Movies, television. And we're going through everything in chronological order, kind of... kind of From his first thing to, to his, his last. present thing. Oh, present yeah. thing. His present thing. I realize his last sounds like his 
in his in death? inevitable death. Well, I mean, which we'll, is we'll get true. there one day. Which is tr- still true. He's much older than us. But I prefer present. It sounds okay. positive. From his past to his present, um, we're watching everything he's done to kind of understand who he is as a man, understand the actor, and we're viewing cinema through the guise. Through the lens. Through the lens. Of Paul, of Paul Giamatti. He and wears glasses. Yes, he does. <laughs> anyway, it's been really fun. We watched a lot of bad movies. We watched a lot of, like, a lot of good movies. And a yeah. lot of the movies are in between, like, confidence. Yeah. Um, very a, middle ground. Very, very middle ground. You want to tell the folks what it's about, Dan? Confidence? Yeah. The him, movie itself? Toss him out that description. Okay. Well, well let me tell <laughs> you this. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm nervous, but a group of grifters con many men... In the underbelly of metropolitan Los Angeles. Did you write this? I did write this, yeah. Holy crap, this is well written. Oh. There's alliteration? Okay. Thank a you. group of grifters con many men in the underbelly of metropolitan Los Angeles. Using their gifts of deception, thievery, and quick thinking, they believe they've come away unscathed in their career of trickery. When a coming counterpart of their... Oh, when a conning counterpart of theirs is found dead, they find themselves thrust into a far more dangerous job than they ever anticipated. Cool. That I, That's honestly, the story very well written. Thank you. Um, some information about the movie. Uh, the word "fuck" was used 130 times. It's a lot. Less than Wolf Wolf of Wall Street. To be fair, there wasn't a lot of information about this movie out I there. I didn't really notice all those fucks. Did you not? I mean, they come so quickly. They they do. They do. This movie has no information out there. We know that it was a budget of 15 million dollars. We know that it grossed 23 million dollars, so it wasn't very successful. Um, yeah. But beyond that, there's there's really no. Um, Do, hang on, I have a quick question. Yeah. I don't know if you have the answer. Okay, but does does like the full budget of a movie include the marketing budget as well? Do you no, know? It doesn't. So, so that's just production budget. That is just production budget. Um, so then on top of that, they also have marketing a marketing budget. Yeah, which you can usually double the budget. No fucking way. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's specifically. So this movie didn't really make any money. No, it probably lost, it lost money. money. Though then again, with movies like this, maybe they knew they weren't gonna like this. Isn't it would you, be marketed you, heavily when you talk about movie. doubling the budget? You're talking about like superhero movies and stuff. Yeah. Um, for something like this, though, like doubling fifteen million dollars isn't that crazy for marketing. Like I, I walked into onto the subway recently. Yeah. When Captain Marvel was out, the Everywhere. entire subway, all of the ads were Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. And those are Toronto subway. Like that's big money. For that's sure. big money, and it's probably similar all around the world, right? Right. Exactly. Um, they're doing it in many major cities, obviously. Anyways, budget. The, they didn't make any money on this. They probably movie. made no money, but then again, we also don't know, like, I've never heard of this movie before, so maybe it wasn't marketed very heavily. Right. Um, it seems pretty low-key. Um, yeah, so who is Paul in this movie? He played a man named Gordo. Does he have a last name? I don't remember. He doesn't know. It's just Gordo. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> a trick question. And uh, he is a con man. I accidentally wrote can man. Uh, he is a con man with a well-established preoccupation with clean public restrooms. Oh, is the hoop clean? Is the hoop clean? Is that what he? Oh, Paul line. I didn't understand that he was calling the toilet seat a hoop. It wasn't his asshole, which I thought it was at first. Yeah, yeah. Which it's is, which I thought was weird seat. to ask somebody else as he does in the movie. <laughs> the hey, is the hoop clean? It's like that. No, you're so you're, right. you're like asking. Weird. You're like asking. Did you wipe properly? Is what he's asking. Is the hoop if clean? It, if the hoop is the asshole, but it is the hoop of the toilet. Okay, okay, okay. Nonetheless, That's, this movie was uh, got seventy percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, it, it did pretty well. Uh, Raji better e- than Thunderpants. No, oh, definitely Last by ten percent. Um, mm. Which I think this movie is way better than Thunderpants. And Roger um, Ebert, he 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 reviewed it. Yeah, he said it was a flawless exercise about con games, and that it's precisely its failing. Uh, it is an exercise. It fails to make us care even a little about the characters and what happens to them. There is nothing at stake, um, and that's true. No, there's nothing at stake. You don't give a fuck about these characters. They there's, really and they don't develop at all. No, the characters are very, uh, very one dimensional, mm-hmm. um, if not just completely forgettable. Um, this movie just occupies a very just it's such a bleh movie to yeah. me. I I enjoyed it to be honest. The first scene really this is because you have a penchant for no totally. I really I really films. love cons. I love heist movies. Yeah, and so at least this movie was kind of fun to watch for me. Like Looney Tunes back in action. Oh, one of my favorites of all time. Movie? I don't know. I don't know, but I remember uh, Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser's fantastic. Yeah, coming um, up the hot success of Mummy. Mm, you know what I want to do? Get me a Looney Tunes movie. <laughs> I saw what they did for Michael Jordan. Oh, okay. There we go. Um, yeah, maybe that's what Brendan Fraser was thinking. He's like, yeah, well, yeah. Michael Jordan did really well, great. Well, I did the money, and I'm a superstar now, too. Give me the Looney Tunes. 
Looney, give me those silly characters <laughs> and that wascally wabbit. <laughs> Um, but basically, so so con movies are very fun for me. Yeah. So so while this movie wasn't good, I would say, and it was really all over, the, like it was fun. It was a fun enough watching experience for me. Okay. Because uh, I love heist. I'm, Ocean's Eleven is like my favorite movie of all time. Yeah. And there's just something fun. Like I mean, we'll get into the plot, but like with all heist movies, you know, you think something's happening, and then you they know the reveal it. at the end, and you're like, oh my god, like they the were all in on third it. Third act reveal where everything kind of switches. Totally. Yeah. And um, and this movie has all that. It has all the staples of just but, a classic con movie, but just not, just not that good though. No, but I don't, even, and I, and it definitely falls victim to its pace. Okay, yeah, because that pace is rip roaring. Well, and it's fast. it's a tight hour and a half. <laughs> yeah, they, for a movie that usually takes like two hours, like a, yeah, heist movies are usually more elaborate. Yeah, this one's elaborate, but it's you condensed. Need to build the team. Yeah, you need to establish the setup. You need to have like a like jobs before the main job. Yeah, yeah, which they do. Well, they do, but and it's they just so move, tight. Move, move, move. Yeah. It feels like you're. It feels like I'm watching it on fast forward. Yeah. Like the pace is just so fucking. And fast. all the dialogue, especially at the beginning, is like boom, 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 yeah. boom, boom, yeah. coming at you. Lightning. I thought I might have like a seizure watching this movie. I know, like because all the was, cuts. There's so many people walking in front of the camera. Yeah, because they also like stylistically they do the thing where it's like, like kind of like they're peeking in on them talking and stuff. Why? So there's cars long, like long driving. Lens. Yeah. So you know they're at like an outside <laughs> cafe. The cars are driving past them, but it's cut so fast and they so punch many in cars. for all those close-ups and they had a bad script supervisor oh because awful. there's a lot of like editing mistakes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like did you know so there's this one scene anyways we'll get there we'll get there but there's a lot of editing mistakes what i wanted to say is that it, it is just fun to me to see all the heist like tropes even if they're tropes and even if they're done like very um stumblingly in this movie yeah. that's not really a word but like it's done not well but it's still fun to they be fumble like, through it yeah it's fumbled yeah. but it's still fun to see when all the twists happen and you're like they were all in on it i knew they were all in on it i knew yeah. that they were like i knew what it was gonna be but just having the reveal and the fun like music that's directly ripped off emotions 11 of like the of the upright bass and like the yeah. kind of electronic upright the jazz bass, the jazz um they tried to push it towards a, like a noir level you know, yeah, film like yeah. that, a classic like femme fatale situation. Ugh, but like, I did like it. I did like. I thought it you was liked fun. it. Yeah. I would say I would. I I think I have to side on. I liked it. Okay, but I, it was, I'm not judging you for it. I know it how much you meh, love. Con but it was movies. pretty. Like I know the movie's meh. But yeah. it was it was a fun enough watch for the podcast. I'll say I got that. you. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 And Dustin Hoffman's in it. Oh man, he's a weirdo. Yeah, <laughs> real weird. Um. Yeah, he was. I. I don't know if I liked any character in it. Dustin Hoffman definitely had a character, um, but his was his was a weird. Out one. of any of them, he's a character. Honestly, he's. I think Dustin Hoffman in this movie is doing what Paul Giamatti does in every other movie, which is just eat it up and go for it. He's just eating it up. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Well, so he's the only one character that can really have any fun. Yeah, because everybody else is like very, very straight. Yeah, cut and dry. Yeah. Um. Anyway, do you want to get into what the movie is? So we start off our main character, Jake. Yeah. Played by. The handsome Edward Burns. Do I know him from anything? I, th- I I know that I've seen him in other things. I don't know what I've recognized him in. Though. Okay, okay. But yeah, he's a recognizable character yeah. or individual. So he's lying dead on the ground, punctured by bullet wounds. Oh, so and sad. his overarching narration throughout the goddamn whole movie begins. And he starts off by telling us that he's dead. Yeah. The job went awry. The job went bad and he's dead now. So then they, then they f- rewind. Back to their first job, like at least the first job the, we're let in yeah, on, yeah, in a bar, and they're at a at an impasse here. The money needs to be handed over. Okay, the barman does not want to give that money away. Gunpoint, guns are drawn on yeah, each other. Yeah, and the and the bartender says he's an officer, right, or something. Yeah, something to that effect. There's a whole setup. He's like, you, anyways, they're not getting the money. Yeah, the con, the the whatever job is going on, which we don't really let in on. No, it's just like you're brought is, right into the middle of it. Is a rye. Yeah. There's a oh, there's also a man dead on the floor. Who is Mr. Paul, Paul Giamatti. Giamatti coming in great, right at the get go? Yeah. I was actually so sad when I saw him dead on the floor. I was like, oh fuck. I, is I, that I, his role? I was the opposite. I was oh. excited. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, our first dead Paul. A dead Paul in the wild. <laughs> Thank God. Okay. Okay. So what happens? So then, so then the we there's a man there, and as Jake yeah. Edward Burns is narrating, he says they're trying to get the mark to give over this money. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And this guy, who's the mark, the who's, we find out later he's an accountant. Yeah. He's freaking the fuck out because he's like, "I want my money, and we need this money." There's blood splattered all over the money from okay. the dead man. Yeah. And then 
The accountant runs out. He's like, fuck this shit. I'm not going to be an accomplice to a murder. He gets the fuck out. Hightails it out of there. He gets out of there. Hides in his car. The cops come. Whoa, 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 whoa. The cops are in on it. Paul Giamatti gets up off the the floor. And he's like, what the fuck is going on here? They're all chummy. And as soon as I thought we were going to get a dead Paul, he's not dead. He's not dead. So we don't have a dead Paul quite yet. And there's another moment in the movie later on that we'll get to where I think Paul might be dead too, but he's also still in on it. Oh, right, right, right. right. Uh, yeah, but we'll yeah, get there. Yeah, yeah. Um, so basically, um, do we have the setup here um, in, a, in a... Right, we do. So we f- they find out later... So one of their men is dead. Yes. Oh, no, no. I mean, do we have do we have a clip of the setup? We have him narrating it, right? Yeah, Paul. We have okay. Paul narrating it, oh, actually. Oh, even better. Um, this is Paul is actually alive. Here is a clip to get you into the pace of the dialogue, at least, um, yeah. which is at an absolute insane pace. Record-breaking pace. Ooh, here we go. All right, guys, stop waving those things around. so fucking long. Jesus Christ. It's like 100 degrees in here, and I'm lying in this shit forever. What the fuck? You guys were late. We had to go to a Mexican state. You had to go to gunplay. Gentlemen, that is not a racket. We're busy fighting crime. They're keeping the streets safe for pedophiles and drug dealers. Shit. Oh. This is just Paul's first scene. I told you, you're using too much powder. Look at my fucking shirt. I understand, but you know something? You don't get the nice splatter effect. Yeah, that's Paul after he gets up off the ground and he's alive. And everybody's like, oh, you're all in on the con together. But we also have the the narration from Jake So before we get in there. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, no, this is actually from Paul. The, the oh, setup. the narration? Skip the narration. The, the, I think it's like, I forget what the clip's called. It's Paul's setup. It's called Setup from Paul. Now I know why he was such a good rope. No, I mean, cash that much and we never had to put him on the scent? Turns out this fucking mopa's an accountant for the king. The what? Is that? Cash we fleeced off of him was collection Bookies, pushers, you know, whatever. He was supposed to take that money and give it back to the king earlier yesterday, like he does every Thursday. Except this time, that fucking stunner figured he could make a little something off of us and still get the money back to king before anybody says boo. Okay, what's a king? Currently, very large type pole stuck right up our asses, man. Ha 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 ha, Paul. So basically, what Paul is saying is that, well, actually, I don't understand, but it says to the movie, and when that I first the saw money, it, I was like, what the fuck is Right over my head, right? <laughs> yeah, right yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes more sense now that we've seen the whole movie. Yeah, but it, but it I, mean, I had no idea what the fuck was going on. It comes hard and fast, that, <laughs> yeah. that, that exposition. Because what the fuck does rope mean? I Who's don't know. the rope? I have no idea. That's what I was saying. I'm like, we don't know these terms. No. I'm not a con man. Yo, I'm not a con man. I want to be a career criminal, but I'm not a con man. No, that's not. You're a break and enter type of guy. I'm a B&E kind of guy. Exactly. Exactly. Um, Anyway, so basically what he's saying is that the money that they took was actually from this L.A. like crime lord played by Dustin Hoffman called The King. Mm Mm-hmm. So now they're in this issue because this money wasn't just some schmuck's money. It was like it's it's a crime lord's yeah. money. So they're in. And he obviously wants it back because they killed a, a, a man eating some chow mein. Exactly. So yeah. they killed one of his friends. Um, I love how Paul is playing like an angry character in this. Yeah. Like this is as much as something. We actually, all know angry Paul. Yes, but this one was different. When he finds out his friend is dead, they're all like in the room or whatever. Yeah. And then and Paul wants to take care of the body. Like um like yeah and and he's the, upset he's very upset that he's dead what are you high what are you high and um <laughs> hold on I got that <laughs> what are you high <laughs> <laughs> um but basically the main character Jake Viggs J- yeah Jake Viggs um is like we need to leave the body here we can't do anything yeah um and Paul gets really angry what but- are you high what are you high <laughs> but unlike classical Paul he flips a table. And it took me by surprise because I've never seen Paul like do something physically angry. He's always been yell angry. Well, yes, we have. I don't think we so. saw him smash a radio executive with a trophy in private parts. Yeah, but that was like more comedic. Like this was him being yeah. seriously physically aggressive. Right. Okay. And and it didn't really work for me surprisingly. Like I love no, it when it Paul didn't. yells, but seeing him like flip a table, I was like, that's not Paul. What was the other movie recently that we saw him get physical in? There was another one recently. Uh, it maybe Big Fat Liar. Maybe. Uh, you mean his iconic dance scene from Big Fat Liar? <laughs> you mean the dancing? Oh baby. <laughs> um. Yeah, it was weird. Anyway, I just wanted to point that out. But it's more. It's not. It's not crazy. Crazy. It's more like smart. He's smart. Angry is what I meant he's, to say. He's not, smart. It's angry. not crazy. Angry. It's like smart. Angry. Yeah. You feel me? I get it. Uh, I get it. It's a choice. I get it. But in that scene where he's okay. like describing all this bullshit that's happening, yeah, 
uh, the, their, their hijinks that they're in, their shenanigans that they're about to get into. Uh-huh. There's a white dove that flies in. Okay. And beforehand, we were in Jake's apartment, the main character's oh, apartment. Right. And there's a, Another a bird dove. that flies in. Or a bird. Yeah. Bird, dove, whatever. Sure. Pigeon. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't get the symbolism. Did you? Well, because they don't leave it as symbolism. They blatantly call it out. Oh. Because then the Jake character, the white dove, flies under the table and he's like, there's a white dove. One came in my apartment last night. Yeah. Uh-oh, that's bad luck. Well, I think you have to explain it because we're moving at such a quick pace. You never know. You'd never see it. You'd be like, was that a bird? We're on the next shot. <laughs> have you fuck? seen Have you seen Run, Lola, Run? No. It's a, it's a European film. It's awesome. It's like very... It's it's. Uh, run, Lola, Run? Run, Lola, Run. Okay. It's like from like the early 2000s, I think. Um, okay. But basically, it's about this girl. Paul's not in it, so I'm not going to watch it. Okay, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> it's about this girl who's trying to get money. It has a very similar aesthetic to this movie. It's a girl, girl who's trying to get money to save her boyfriend. Okay. Um, and um, basically, uh, she does. It, it happens three times over, but it's a very fast-paced and kinetic and dynamic movie. And it's oh, like, like they go back over the story and reveal more information um, each time they go over it. Kind it's of thing? actually three different alternate endings. So the story happens three different times, and two times fail, and then the last time she's successful. Oh. It's it's really it's a really fun, cool movie. Um, but it does this kind of like fast-paced, very quick-moving movie yeah. very very well. And this movie, uh, in contrast, does it very, very badly. Yeah. And it's just a very uh, specific example in my mind of it felt, did why it feel, this movie fails. Yeah. Did it feel to you that they were trying to run through plot points? Because that, that's what it felt to me with just glossing over sure, the details sure. that we needed. Do you understand? Yeah, I, I feel like it, they should have just let it breathe, though. It felt like at some yeah. point, like on the first day of shooting, they did it really fast by accident. And then they were like, well, we don't have the money to go back. And mm-hmm. so we just need to keep doing it fast. Yeah. Or I don't know. Maybe it's just inexperience. I I don't know. Yeah. And I can't explain it because I wasn't there. Maybe Paul could explain it. Was this the movie that the guy directed Zoom? No, that was last week. That was last week. The last guy directed Zoom and Garfield the movie. This man, (laughs) I don't know. Um, Anyways, but yeah, it just too fast. Too fast. Too fast. I'm not an old man, but slow down. (laughs) So then they get into back to the plot. Sure. They they talk about the the things that they're the bad situation they're in. There's a crime boss that is out for them. And so they, Jake, the lead, he sets up a meeting with King. Okay, yeah. Dustin Hoffman's character. Yeah. He goes to his uh, strip club. Yep. Meets this eccentric, crazy, it seems to be crazy man. He's wild. Well-connected, lots of money man. He has ADHD. He has ADHD. So he's like kind of all over the place. Pops some riddle in and chases it with coffee. Yeah, and he he's just like a wild character in the movie. Um, and he's really a perv. He's a horn dog perv bad boy. Yeah, because then there's these two strippers that walk in that are in the same meeting as our main character. Yeah, he brings them all in because you know he's like doing power moves. He's like a mob boss or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Sure. And then so he's like, yeah. Oh, and they say they're sisters, and he's like, okay. Yeah, he's that's like, a Great. good gimmick. He, I like this. He's like, I like it. Your sisters. Yeah. But also that was our first editing mistake that I noticed. Oh really? Yeah, because the sisters. Because they weren't sisters. There's the one oh. in the blue bikini. <laughs> There's one in the blue bikini and there's one in the pink bikini. Okay. And the blue one's standing on the right, the other one's on the other no. side. And then it cuts and then the, the, it swapped. Really? They swap places. I'm yeah. so bad at picking out continuity. And then there was another one later on. Yeah. Where Paul's sunglasses, it's in one of those uh, I noticed this cafe one. Yeah, scenes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Paul's glasses are down and then in the next cut, his glasses are uh, are up. That's just bad. It's just bad making. <laughs> bad film making the film bad but anyway he's he's a real perv because he's like "Ooh, i want to see Dirty these boy. sisters do it but then they get on stage and they start kissing and he's like ew why genitals. are you why are you sisters doing it yeah he's, and like, he's do like it with more grace yeah he's like if you're gonna eat her you gotta do it with like you gotta you gotta yeah. really like this is a fine make establishment it yeah. make it art and i'm like you're a perv yucky yucky and there's like that porn on the not screen. That's the kind of shit. sex corner I want to be in. No, no, no. My sex corner is safe. His sex <laughs> corner is gross and weird. Uh huh. Um, those. How safe is my sex corner? If people can walk in all the time. It's pretty safe. We don't walk into it all the time. That's true. Um, but basically, what Jake proposes is to get the money back. He'll do a con for Dustin Hoffman's a character. A bigger con. A bigger con. Get the money back, and then they'll be on good terms. Because yeah. you don't. You don't want to mess with the king. You don't want to mess with the fucking king, huh? No, huh? Don't. Um. So and and so basically that's what happens. So Dustin Hoffman's character says, "There's this guy who runs this bank. He's like a rival crime lord guy, Morgan Price. Morgan Price. And he's like, I want you to steal money from him. And Jake's like, That's crazy. But why? And he says, I don't like him. I don't. I don't <laughs> like him. And Jake's like, and he's That's a, crazy. He's a crooked. Yeah, he's, he's a, a money laundering banker. Exactly. 
And uh, this is this is a hard sell, you know, because that's a tough case. He, he's yeah. a big he's a big uh, guy in the crime community. But these are successful grifters, con men. If you know you what? Will. And they're up for the challenge, uh-huh. so they take it on. But Dustin Hoffman says, "Take my boy Lupus, <laughs> Lupus. Take my boy Lupus with you. He'll help you out. <laughs> he is the professor of dark arts. <laughs> <laughs> Lupin. Lupus is a disease. Oh, pardon me." <laughs> Uh, don't touch my feet i'm sorry we're playing footsie as we record (laughs) um anyway so that basically happens and then they start planning the heist yeah so he he so he's got lupus not a not a fan of (laughs) he's got lupus i'm so sorry he's not a fan of it he's not a fan of it do i bring a casserole (laughs) so he's got lupus yeah uh the king's goon and then he's like, "Well, I gotta get a, I gotta get a lady on the team. You know, we gotta diversify. Oh, I gotta diversify get a lady. the cast. It's 2018. And he bumps into Rachel Weiss. Yes, love Rachel Weiss. Love Rachel Weiss. She's looking fine. And so she's conning. She's she's trying to do some lifts on him. You know. Well, she's a prostitute. Oh, is that right? Yeah, he said she was making tricks oh. in the bar. She's like, you need, you don't need to give hand jobs to these old men in the bar. You come on, come on, come with me, gal, and we'll do it. We'll oh, do it. We'll I do thought, a bigger job. I thought by tricks he meant." cons like magic tricks maybe because she tried to steal his wallet i just uh, to me trick tricks means yeah you know yeah. pulling some tricks yeah uh, like the cereal S- slang in the dick oh yeah like sex yeah like sex for yeah. money yeah. um I so he said get out of oh. that life honey and i'll bring you into a new bigger life because you're a good you're also a good con person. he's a good man um so she's cool <laughs> <laughs> yeah so he brings her on and she's gonna she's gonna be the feminine wiles to lure in their new mark, which they want to be an employee, not Morgan Price, not the head. No. They're going to get an employee of this bank and use him to get the money that they need. So this is where heist movies get confusing. So they have this plan. And while they're describing this plan, it's fucking Oh, it's fucking again, crazy. Running, 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 running. They describe this plan in like five seconds because we're at hyperspeed mode. <laughs> yeah. um, but basically the plan is to, to con one of like the VPs of the company to to allow them to withdraw a large sum of money, uh, a check in like Costa Rica or like somewhere in Belize. Uh, the, Belize okay. Into an offshore account. They're going to go grab that money from the account and bring it back to America. And they're going to bribe a border agent the wiser. and get it back to America and then settle their debts. Yeah. Um, but actually easier spoken. Not, not that complicated. No, it's not. It really, it's, I didn't fucking understand a single thing when they were describing it. When you say it like that, it actually sounds very, very simple. It's really, really simple. They're just, they just have to get a, they just have to con a guy to allow them to withdraw the money. They had, they, what they had, they what, just put what money they ended in. up doing was tricking him saying that they were, I mean, you've seen the movie, you know. <laughs> Wait, how do they get more money? So I'll tell you, I'll tell you. Okay. Don't worry about it. I'm confused. So they w- they're going to get one of these bankers. Okay. At this crooked bank. Uh-huh. To they're going to trick him saying that they need capital to st- to start a tech company. Yeah. They convince him they're going to start a tech company. Okay. With this new idea. Yeah. And um to get the money, okay. They say we're going to give you a cut of it. Okay. Okay, you still following? Oh, yeah, I think. They're going to give this banker a cut of the money. Okay. And they want him to wire it to a bank in Belize. They're going to go to Belize, uh, offshore account. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going to go to Belize, ch- cash that check in Belize, bring that bag of money back to the United States, bribe a customs officer to get it through AOK. Oh, oh, oh. Because they're getting a loan for their business, right? They're getting a loan for their business. So they're putting in some like seed money, but then they're also getting a loan, but they're withdrawing all of it. Is that correct? I uh, th- take out the idea of seed money. They're just getting a loan okay. for their fake tech company that they've convinced this banker of. Okay. And I, we're see- this is this is a pension of bad storytelling because we barely understand it. No, no, no. I think I'm getting it. So they trick the banker. Yes. We're going to start a tech company. We need money to start this tech company. Yes. Right? Oh, so they're getting a loan and then they're withdrawing that loan amount. And they're amount. saying to the banker... To get this money, we're going to give you a cut of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I get so that. So that you wire it to this offshore bank account. So when they go to Belize, they're withdrawing the loan. Yes. So then that's money from Price, and so yes. they're getting at Price. Yes. whoop de doodle doo Is that your foot? Yes. Oh, <laughs> touching I'm, it. Sorry, I'm rubbing your foot. Um, <laughs> Are you wearing socks? No. I could tell. I, I, could tell. I felt all your phalanges. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little clammy. My feet are a little clammy today. <laughs> I think it's your basement. <laughs> the humidity in the basement. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anywho, 
movie. Okay, so basically what happens Rachel Weiss though, huh? Oh, how 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 And they bang. They do bang. Like every good noir film. Do you want to know a deleted scene? So after the torrent that I have for this, I'm sorry I torrented it cuz I didn't I couldn't find it. Sorry guys, we torrent. Sometimes. Some we also buy. We buy we buy movies that we can't find. We rent movies sometimes. This movie I torrented. It's in like very much potato quality. And um, at the end of the movie, there's like 10 minutes of deleted scenes that were stitched onto the end of the torrent. Yeah. And the first scene, I thought it was a post credit scene, first of all. It's in black Could and white. Can you imagine for the sequel? Well, that's what I thought. So, so oh, okay. like the movie ends and I'm like skimming through because it looked like there's a chunk of time left. So I was like, what the hell is at the end of this movie? Yeah. Is there is, is the movie a con? Like, is there another th- twist? So I go, I scrub to the end of the credits. Is the movie a con? I scrubbed to the end of the credits, and it's basically the sex scene between Rachel Weiss and Jake and Jake Viggs or whatever Edward Burns or whatever his name yeah. is, and um, they do their thing. It continues. It's an extended scene. I didn't realize that at the time. Okay. I thought it was a deleted scene, or I thought it was a post-credit scene. No boobies. No boobies. Like no they dick. do the thing where it's all silhouettes and they take off each other's clothes, and then well, because it's a noir film, and then sex is done or whatever. We cut to end of sex, and they're like laying in bed together and talking, mm-hmm. and Rachel Weiss does this uh, monologue where she talks about. Um, about being raped by this guy and then how she tracked him down and took a scalpel and stabbed him a bunch of times and doesn't know if he's dead or not. Girl with the dragon tattoo style. Yeah. And I was like, and then that clip ended and I was like, is that is this the post credit scene? <laughs> You're still I was confused. Like, I was like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> Why would they put this? And then I, and then more scenes happened. I realized it was a deleted scene. Okay, yeah. But still a very strange character choice. Not well, character choice. That's but why writing. it was deleted. I guess I guess you're right. Yeah. And well, I wanted to fill you in on that little. That's bit. That's really funny because as soon as this movie ended, I turned this shit off. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's you know what? That's quite fair. So, they they're successful. They find a banker mm-hmm. to con. And they use their their uh, Rachel Weiss uses her feminine wiles at a bar. Okay. To coax him in, they describe their tech company, and he's game. He's ready to take money from his own company. Yeah, I mean, he's a really lonely guy. They go after the lonely guy. Um, because they canvas. Yeah, they and, do some shopping for and some. Rachel Weiss is flirting with him, you know, and they all go out and they do like a big con. It's listen, actually quite a listen, fun scene. If Rachel Weiss ate strawberries the way that she did in that scene, I'd be con too. Oh yeah, not a doubt. Guaranteed. Like, I'm yeah no yeah. <laughs> so at the same time in this movie, I think we need to start moving towards the end. So at You're the right. same time in this movie, there's a special investigator who comes in. You know what? I'm just gonna speed through this ending here because we can get into the details we want. But yeah, it's basically because we haven't described the cops. No, okay. So there's um there's some dirty cops that they have on their payroll or not payroll, but they help Jake on the take. They're on the take. Okay. So the special investigator comes, who's been hunting down Jake for a long time. He goes to the cops, the dirty cops, whatever. And he blackmails them and is like, I want you guys to help me find Jake. And I'm going to take him in. Um, so that adds a little, uh, um, that adds a little pressure, a little pressure to the con. So basically the con starts happening and yep. uh, it's going well. The guy is like gonna do the money thing. Oh, but before the con begins, they they kick Rachel Weiss's character out because once Jake realizes that the inspector or investigator has come, he says, he's like, done. "We're done. I'm 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 running away. We're not doing it." But then he changes his mind. Then he changes his After mind. After the girl's gone, but he's already kicked Rachel Weiss out. So Rachel She's Weiss pissed. calls Price, the guy they're stealing the money from, yeah. and is like, "They're gonna con you." Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they take the money. They, they, Paul Giamatti has to go to Belize, Belize to pick up the money because Jake can't leave the country now that the, that the special agent, the special agent is there. Um, and so Paul has to get the money. He comes back into the, he, he comes back into the country. It's going according to plan. However, Lupus, who's working for the king. Mm-hmm. Let me know if this all makes sense. No, no, I'm following. It, okay, yeah, okay. Sense. Lupus calls the king and is like, Jake's trying to, trying to scam you because Jake's like, Lupus, Let's you just want take in? All the fucking. Let's money. take all the money and go. Yeah, and you're part of the team now. Do you want in? Yeah, and so then Lupus. Because at this point they built a trusting relationship. Exactly. Yeah, and Lupus calls the king is like he's trying to fuck you, and then in a power move. Yeah, it's yeah, fucking good. And then Lupus and Jake start fighting, but basically that he's like they're going to the airport. Paul's gonna be at the like, airport. They're gonna be here with the money. Go get it. Exactly, and, and they do. And the dirty cops are at the airport too to take Paul back to Jake. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, the king goes to the airport. So. But Paul goes to the bathroom. Oh, sorry. Paul goes to the bathroom. Because that's his whole fucking character. His whole thing is he needs to go to the bathroom. Classic. Clean who? Classic Paul characteristic <laughs> for a movie, right? Um, anyway, he goes to the bathroom. The The guys, the Kingsmen come in. The Kingsmen? The Kingsmen. The Secret King, Service. The Kingsmen come in and they take the money. 
from yeah. Paul in the bathroom, and we don't. I thought he was dead at this oh, point. Did. Oh, because we don't know what Paul's happened. face while he's taking his shit. Absolutely incredible. We got almost dead Paul in this movie, and Paul taking his shit. Oh, it's it's a, it's a, it's the it's just a Paul bonanza. It's the pinnacle of Paul. <laughs> uh, but they take the money and then they go. But the investigator meets Kingsman, and and so then they arrest the king and all those guys, right? Yeah. But they also have the money. But. Uh, then they open and up this the is money. When we get the switcheroo here. Uh oh. Then they open up the money, and it's just coffee beans because and heroin and heroin, which frames the cops. So all those guys are arrested by the FBI. Okay, but where's <laughs> the real money? So the real money was switched out by the border agent that they had. Um, that that, that they had like on the take. Of, that's on the take. Okay, so the real money is still there. Okay. Yeah. And so now we go back to the beginning of the movie, and Jake is being invested because he's captured by Price's guys, right, with Rachel Weiss, yeah. and and because she betrayed him. Because at the him. beginning of the movie, he's laying on the ground dead. Yeah. Right. And the whole narration is as if he's being interrogated, and he's yeah. explaining how they've been able to make this con happen. Because Price's guy is like, "How did you do it? Yeah. yeah. Where's the money? How'd you do by it? By the way, that actor's name, Luke Cage. It looks like Luke Cage, but Fuck. his name's Morgan Chestnut. Oh wow! What a great name. Is it huh? not Luke Cage? It's not Luke Cage. His oh, name is Morgan damn. Chestnut. <laughs> he looks maybe it's the same goatee as Luke Cage. Yeah. Anyway, um, so that's kind of happening as this framing device. So now we've gone back to this this moment yeah. where he's being at gunpoint, and Rachel Weiss is also there because she's in with Morgan Price. Yeah. Right. Or so because she thought. she's scorned. So yeah. then she gets angry and shoots Jake twice, okay, twice in the chest in the chest, and he falls down dead. And then the and then the the guy working for Price is like, "Fuck! Like, like fuck, what'd you do? Get the fuck out of here, woman!" So he leaves. Ah, yeah. He leaves, and then Jake's dead. Yeah. And then a car pulls up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And the window rolls down. Yeah. And it's the fucking investigator. Ooh, wait a it's minute. It's the investigator. Whoa, 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 and whoa, whoa. Jake gets up, and they exchange words because the investigator is on the take too. The federal one. The federal. Yeah. The, the federal special the, agent. The special agent is on the because take. Because guess who he was employed by? U.S. Customs. U.S. He Customs. He was a special agent for U.S. Customs. That's how they were in on it the whole fucking time, folks. And he's like, pretty smart. He's like, did you? And that was a good exchange, actually. Yeah, I liked it. I it, liked. I finally liked it at an exchange in this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, oh, you got your cut? Yeah, bud. Got my cut. Yeah, he's bud. Like, got my cut. <laughs> yeah, bud. But anyway, and then the final scene is they're in, they're in the car, okay? And yeah. then you hear this. And they're in the car, and Paul Giamatti pulls up, and they're driving a convertible, and they're all driving away into the sunset. Oh, yeah. I mean, the night. And you go to the back of the car, and Jake's just making out with um, Rachel Weiss. With Rachel Weiss. Paul Giamatti. <laughs> so it's a, it's a powerful ending, and he's doing a narration, and it's like he's like I don't know what he says, but he's doing a narration. It's, it's some a bullshit. It got me pumped. The ending got me <laughs> pumped, dude. I my I had the opposite reaction. I was like, "Thank God, this shit's done." Okay, well, I mean, yeah, you turned it off immediately, and I stayed through for the deleted scenes. <laughs> um, do you want to hear some clips, and then we'll talk about Paul? Dude, I, okay, we don't have many clips this week. <laughs> Not many. Um, we've heard a couple already. We have "Are You High?" What are you high? Which, Which is- I think. Is one for the ages. Oh yeah, definitely a staple on the soundboard yeah. from now on. I, it, it goes along with what are you moron? Shut up. Yeah. And what are you high? What are you high? What are you high? Yeah, it's good. It's um, we also have um Paul talking about toilet seats. How's that hope? Superstock clean. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is it with you in bathrooms? Huh? Tell me. Hey, can't use the restroom unless he knows it's clean. What's the matter with that? What Manual, a funny right? character thing. No, that's very <laughs> cool. That's cute. You know, uh, this is a major metropolitan city, brother. Public sanitation has not run very high on the city hall agenda. You know what you can get off a toilet seat or a doorknob? Hmm? Want to run down the list? Hepatitis? You ever hear of that? Influenza? Fucking flesh-eating disease? It's <laughs> a big jump. He's not wrong. Um, Here's the thing. I got a comment on the toilet hoops. I've made an, uh, 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 what's, what do you call it? An analysis? No. What do you call it? What? I've made a I, I have uh, a a thought. Okay. Okay. Paul plays characters that have something quirky going on. You yeah, know what I mean? For sure. Big fat liar, Mr. Funny Bones. Oh, you're right. There's always like a very off kilter character. Something else. Yeah. You know? Safe men, Jewish. You know, something quirky. <laughs> you know? Yeah, no, totally. This one, obsessed with the cleanliness of bathrooms. 
Very weird little quirky things. Very strange. That doesn't add fuck all to the character. You're right. It doesn't really add anything more than just like an interesting thing to the character. It doesn't really impact him as a person. No. Or nope. the story. Well, in this case, he doesn't use the toilet on the plane, and he has to use the toilet. I on guess it did impact the story. You know what? I have to take it all back. This one was a big plot point. Because he, the, the money was taken, or the money. Yeah, because because they knew quotes. he was gonna have to use the bathroom. Yeah. Okay. Well, there we go. All right. It did inf- impact the story. We're idiots. Egg on our face. We're fucking idiots. <laughs> um, this is Jake Vig's uh, narration at the beginning of the movie that explains a little bit about cons. And this goes on for the whole fucking movie. Oh my god, it is so heavy and handed. Doesn't matter what the con is. Inside of trading, a line we got at a bookie club, insurance scam, whatever. You've seen the money and you want it. More of it. So who cares if you have to bend the rules a little bit? As long as nobody gets hurt. But then somebody does. Doodle doo. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there. I roll. Is that all the clips? Uh, no, we got a little bit more. We have oh. uh, him talking about pinching. I got a pinch of loaf. Did anybody mess up the hoop? <laughs> that sounds like there's so much jargon I there. A loaf. I got a pinch of loaf. Does anybody? Did any? What did it? Oh. Hoop. I got a pinch of loaf. Did anybody mess up the hoop? Did anybody mess up the hoop? I got a pinch of loaf. So, you know, uh, I want to get into um, meditation, and I think that'll be my mantra. You've been trying. <laughs> did anybody mess up the hoop? I got a pinch of loaf. Did anybody mess up the hoop? I got a pinch of loaf. Did somebody You're mess up the hoop? You're going to meditate on your I got a pinch of loaf. Did somebody movement? mess up the hoop? I got a pinch of loaf. Did somebody meditate with me? I got a pinch of loaf. Did somebody mess up the hoop? We're bad at saying things together. We do it all the time, though. We're actually pretty good. We're pretty good. Actually, in real life, we're actually pretty good at it, okay? The next one is... Oh, actually, I haven't I haven't vetted this clip. Okay. Oh, okay. But I have an interview with Dustin Hoffman from Confidence like about this movie. About this movie. Okay. And Dustin Hoffman is a weird perv in this movie, and I want to hear what he has to say. And I didn't get to vet it, so if it's boring, fuck me. So I'm you just sorry. Grabbed it and didn't listen to it whatsoever. I forgot to vet it before we started recording. I'm game if you're a game. Here we go. One wants to open every script and have it be good, but most scripts don't work. Most films don't work. I mean, that's life. At this uh, point, probably included. When you live life, most days don't work. You know? <laughs> uh, and uh, when I read this script, I thought it, it's original, it, it works, and it has a rhythm, and it and it has a structure, which is very rare in scripts, where you see this first act, second He's act, third act, and a whole My God. A piece. And to do that in an hour, it 30, has a 40 structure. minutes is, is basically rhythm. one of the hardest things to do. The director had a very good energy. I'm very sensitive to when I meet a director. To, you can feel their own internal rhythm, and when their own inter- internal you rhythm think matches that, which you think is the rhythm of the script, he loves rhythm. It's a, you know, I think he's it's trying to find something to anything to say about so this So that movie. this film moves, but the directors—I don't know if you've interviewed him—but he's very much like that. I mean, he has an inner. And he's very passionate. Yes. Very passionate, man. Thank you for coming. He's very passionate. Thank you for coming. Welcome to Moscow. You don't want to go out and get popcorn. Confidence, number one movie in Moscow. Confidence, love it. And I think Foley, James Foley, the director. Okay, well, that's enough of that. He's stumbling, huh? He has nothing to say about this movie, just like how I've run out of things to say. Well, some clips, some scripts you open up and they're not good, and this one, not good. That's what he should have said. Interview over. That's what he almost said. Almost. Um, let's talk about Paul in this movie. Okay. Let's give our ratings. What are our thoughts on Paul? I'm. I'm. This is a very eh, performance from Paul. I Last didn't dislike week, him. I didn't dislike him either. Last week for um, what? What did we? Thunderpants. Thunder he was bad. See, I did. We are good at saying things at the same time. We are. That's friendship. friendship. That. Oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but last week he did a bad performance. I would say I didn't like it at all. This week it's just like down the middle. I'm like, you're there, you're yeah, doing your yeah. thing, like you're talking fast, wearing sunglasses. Um, Paul's been wearing a lot of sunglasses in movies recently. Yeah, you're right. He wore the big fat liar sunglasses, those yellow tinted ones. Last week he was wearing the really skinny like men in black ones. Yeah. And this week he, I mean, everybody's just wearing ones. Everybody's wearing so many sunglasses it's in this true. movie. Well, um, they're heisting. Oh well, you gotta, you gotta wear, wear sunglasses. Those are your disguises. Think of, think of Ocean's Eleven. They're always wearing sunglasses. You're right. I mean, this movie was such a just a giant ripoff in tone of Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of heist movies are ripoff. Of sure, Ocean's I guess it really set the the. Yeah. The formula. Um, like, but or, Baby Driver really did its own thing. No. Oh my. 
Um, anyway, what I'm saying is that Paul gave a very meh performance. I, I liked him. Didn't love him. Yeah. Middle of he the road fine. for a bad movie. Which is why I would give him 100 Jakes, 1,000 Logans. Whoa! <laughs> We're breaking the bank. Don't stop me now. But and we I'd all give know him, what that really means. Yeah, and I'd give him 5 out of 10 Pauls. Okay, yeah, five out of the ten. Yeah. So five out of ten as well. I'm gonna give him about mm, fifteen hundred Jakes. Holy fucking oh, yeah, shit! But, yeah, but Holy yeah, but holy fucking and shit! Fifteen and a hundred, hundred and eight Logans. What are you high? Are you crazy? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm crazy. I'm crazy. Okay, um, that's that's really good. My <laughs> Anyway, anyway, um. That's really good. I, I mean, I have really nothing more to say about Paul. He didn't have a big role in this movie. I did like how many times they showed his him being shot Getting in shot slow in motion. Chest, yeah. Because every time they like talk about heist or whatever, he's used it, like that shot's used as the example of like you know like the twist or whatever. Yeah. And so a number of times in the movie, it's just him being like, <laughs> and just Paul like slow motion. We're con men. He's not dead. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I like that. Dan. Yes. You can find you Dan if you want to find us anywhere else besides right here. Yeah, let's fucking go home. You can find us on Twitter at Jamani Podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Jamani Podcast. That's where mm. we put a lot, mostly all of our content. Great content, great content. Also, you can find us on Facebook at Jamani Podcast. And guess what, Dan? Guess what I'm going to tell him next? What? You can email the podcast. Shut up. It's true. At email Jamadi at gmail. You email jamadi at gmail.com, Dan. Okay. I like and that's it. that's all the places you can find us besides right here in this fucking podcast, Dan. Okay. And uh, Paul News? None. Yeah, there's no Paul News this week. Once again, Billions is still airing. It's just airing. Um, and he's doing his thing. But we can't watch it because, again, we're watching He's loving Paul's- his son and hopefully loving Clara Wong, but there's no updates. We don't know I'm who still he's scouring. And I haven't found anything more. We'll let you know when we know. Yeah. But again, we watched through all of Paul's content in order or in order chronologically. Oh, okay. In order chronologically, so we won't be getting to billions in quite a while. No. But when we do, oh boy, get ready because be that'll be quite a, a slog. I guess. Like, there's going to be so much of it. Yeah, but also, like we said before, we're only watching the episodes Paul's in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If Which you, hopefully is most of them. I, I hope so, for my sake of understanding what's going on. Yeah. Um, anyway, so yes, again, email the podcast. Check us out on social media. It's really great. Next week, we are watching a very famous Paul movie. Uh, oh, American Splendor. American Splendor. I mean, it's not a huge movie, but it's Paul's but movie. But it's about the guy that created like Superman and shit, right? I believe so. Okay. He plays a character named Harvey. You P- know, Superman and shit. Harvey Picard. Okay. A nerd. A fucking nerd. <laughs> Loser. Um, yeah, like those. <laughs> what a fucking nerd. Dude. <laughs> dude. Uh, no, he plays a guy named Harvey Picard. He's a comic book artist. I don't actually know what it's about, um, but it's like. This is po- a biopic about a comic Oh, okay, like, okay. Superman and shit. Oh, cool. Yeah. Well, like, I've seen Man of Steel. Yeah, it's the same. I've seen Dawn of Justice. <laughs> I like Superman. Anyways, guys, so uh, you got a trailer? Uh, yeah, I do have a trailer. I have a trailer. And once again, Sam, I want to play this game where if Paul talks, we have to yell Paul, okay? Yeah. Um, but first, the first to Paul person, wins. First, first to Paul wins. Here we go. Ready? Three, two, one. Trigger tree. Look at this. We got Superman and <laughs> so Batman. Anxious. I do and what about you, young man? I'm Harvey Picard. Pa- uh, like young Paul. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. What does everybody have to Zero. Do? Okay. <laughs> Here's me, all grown up and going nowhere. I'm not doing this great as you think. Paul! I gotta get out I of here. I think it was me. All right, I'll give it to you. You were louder. That's a huge We're spike. I divorce me. I work a dead end job as a file clerk. The whole so thing's the Paul. Kind of yeah, you're right. Some fantasy thing to say today. Guess what? You got the wrong movie. In the early 60s, I met this shy retiring cat from Philadelphia. Me and my buddy Bob Crump. You should see his comments. I could write comic book stories that are different from anything that's been done. Oh, Paul, Paul! Can I illustrate him? These are all about you. Yeah. You can turn yourself into a comic hero. Ordinary life is pretty complex stuff. Is Paul doing a voice? What happened to the new American Splendor? I think we sold them. Why does everything in my life have to be such a complicated It's hard to tell without visual. I right. got a lot in common. I don't really know what to expect. That, that was Paul, yeah. You all these wavy, stinky lines. Those are emotion lines. I'm an active guy. Hey, that is Paul. That was Paul. Hey, yeah. She might as well know right off the bat I had a vasectomy. <gasps> no! I have all these Hold on. I'm stopping the trailer. Why? Why? 
Okay, I'm not. Mm. Not yet, but I expect <laughs> I to be. Just, he's talking about a vasectomy. And we is full circle. Full circle. From off the streets of Cleveland, please <laughs> say hello. You like that too much. Full circle. You're famous. Son, you're done good. You're the embodiment of the American oh, dream. Is that the same guy that does a moron? Shut up. In my life. Did you hear that? No, we'll have to find out next week. <laughs> I'm still a file clerk. I'm so excited. I've always been a file clerk. Uh, Would you get me some water if you ask me? Wow. Are you gonna headache? No, but I want to avoid. I like this. This is a good podcast. I like our podcast. I have fun, Sam. I have fun. It's too. always good seeing you. This is episode 25. Shut up. Yeah. We're a quarter of the way to, to, to 100. What do we seem depressed? Want to get depressed? Yeah, boy. Giamatti podcast, folks. I love the Giamatti podcast. Sam, if I could be honest with you here. Get sincere with me, baby. Do you want me to get sincere? Because yeah. I can do it. Yeah. I've never heard you be sincere ever. Sometimes the podcast can get a little crazy. We've got to watch a lot of movies. We've got to do a lot of prep. It's true. My soundboard is out of control, and it's <laughs> unyield unwieldy. But what I have to tell you is this. What? I love you. I love you. I love the apostles. I do, too. You know who I fucking love? Who? Paul Giamatti! Woo, 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 woo. Paul the man! I'm happy to be here! Happy to do this with you every Hell yeah. every week. Yeah, I drank a double espresso, <laughs> and I'm so I happy. Tell. We'll see you next week. We love you. We love you. And blessed be the Jamadi. Praise be. Hey Sam. Hey Dan. Let's blow ass. Bye bye. Bye. <laughs>